it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Pilot Flying J Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. Hello and welcome. He is Gary McNamara. I'm Eric Harley. As we move into a Wednesday, Gary... How are you? I'm doing good. Good. All right, here we go. All right, we go? can have large sections of the country open. I think it's very important that we start moving on that and start thinking about it because our country wants to be open. Our people want it to be open, and they want it. They want. They're raring to go. Of course, that's the president. Here's Dr. Anthony Fauci. You can look at a date, but you've got to be very flexible. And on a, on a literally day by day and week by week basis, you need to evaluate the feasibility of what you're trying to do. And, John, you asked for, you know, what kind of metrics, what kind of data. When you look at the country, I mean, obviously, no one is going to want to tone down things when you see what's going on in a place like New York City. Whether or not we're happy that they haven't quite gotten there yet, they have been working long hours. I'm talking Republicans and Democrats, all of them, the House, the Senate. I want to thank Congress because they are really trying to get there, and I think they will. Uh, so uh, that's uh, just you know part of the the press conference that was held yesterday. Wow, what a, what a uh, uh, in- interesting day yeah. uh, that it was. You and I were just having a discussion. The Nevada governor has banned uh, the malaria drugs. The uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine. 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 Chloroquine. Yes. Right. I, I don't know why I just said mind blank on on that for a second there. Hydroxychloroquine. Chloroquine. Uh, and the the combination with the the the, the Z pack, mm-hmm. he said no because uh, uh, doctors in Nevada do not have a consensus yet. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, let's talk about some of the reporting that was done yesterday because it was absolutely bizarro world. Yeah. And uh, I will say this: it's hard. Say what you want about the president calling the press the enemy of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to play this audio cut. You tell me with whether this is being a friend of the people or an advocate for the people. This is uh, I, this is NBC uh, and MSNBC also did this, but I believe this actually comes from NBC, mm. and this is on the again the chloroquine and the death or the death of the one man and the uh, woman who was in the ICU who actually took uh, the parasite fish powder mm-hmm. that. Uh, has a drug called chloroquine phosphate mm-hmm. and just listen to the listen to how they present this an arizona man has died after he took chloroquine phosphate because he believed that it would protect him from the coronavirus you may recall the president has been talking about chloroquine in a tablet form which is a malaria drug which he believes could in fact help people who are struggling with it the- let's just stop there for all a right second. all right which he believes Right. No, he didn't do the study. He's citing other studies. He's citing other scientists. And he was hopeful that it would be effective. He doesn't believe anything. He hopes it will be effective. As he has said over and and over again. But that's the bias that you see. Let's continue with this now. Here we go. With the coronavirus, we talked to this man's wife, who is now also in the ICU, about how and why he took this particular chloroquine phosphate. Did you see the president's press conference? Where did you hear about? Yeah. Wow! Yeah, wow! We saw the, We saw his press conference. 
Yeah, about a lot, actually. And then what? And then what? Did you did you seek out chloroquine? I had it in the house because I I used to have koi fish. So this particular form of it that he took was used to kill parasites and fish, apparently. As you know, the FDA is looking at whether chloroquine could be used. It's a malaria drug, could be used to help people with coronavirus, but not in a raw form, certainly not in the form that you would use to kill fish parasites. Please turn up the volume for this. An Arizona man has died after attempting to self-medicate chloroquine phosphate, believing it would protect him and his wife from the coronavirus. The man's wife is currently in critical condition, and she tells NBC News that she and her husband decided to take the additive after watching President Trump talk about the potential benefits of chloroquine during one of his televised White House briefings. All right, you, you know what the banner says across it? Mm. Man dies after self-medicating with treatment that Trump pushed. That's what the banner says. Breaking news. Man dies after self-medicating with treatment that Trump pushed. That's about as thoughtless well, as, the, as the act of actually taking a fish tank cleaner, thinking it would work the same way. Yeah. I'm sorry, but let's call this what it is. These are people, and if whether it's out of desperation or pure ignorance, that did something that nobody should do. That will, if they were children, yeah. if they were if they were five year olds or six year olds, then I might be a, I might be a little more understanding, but I'm not. They're vic- and I, I I pray for the family of that man. I pray right. that that woman fully recovers. But the fact of the matter is, is they did something that's flat out stupid. stupid. That will make the Darwin Awards. Yes. But the headline from MSNBC, man dies after self-medicating with treatment Trump pushed. As if Trump told people to go drink fish cleaner. Yes. Go drink fish parasite powder. Wow. In just fish. This, again, it is. It, you, By the way, they get the runner up for Darwin Award for doing the story that way. Yeah. You're morons because yeah. and you look like morons. If the if the SNL team, which is like dozens of writers, were sitting around a table and they were looking to write a bit for Saturday night, that wouldn't even make it. That wouldn't even make the first cut. It wouldn't even it wouldn't even be considered because it's so ridiculous. And it's like uh, you know, you and I were both talking in our pre-show meeting about how they phrased about you know Trump and the headlines out there. And you talked about one headline that was changed, but the headline that said Trump says uh, Easter weekend is when the economy is going to open. Yes, yeah, the, the the first headlines that broke during the day: Trump says economy will reopen by Easter. Others disagree, and the Hill has it right. They have it right as of right now. They have it right. I didn't go to the Hill earlier, so I don't know if the what the headline read then. But right now they have it. You know, Trump is hopeful it will reopen by Easter, which is the correct headline. Do you notice in all the the uh, chloroquine stories, the hydroxychloroquine stories mm. that and and you brought this up in our pre-show meeting, you notice none of them mention that the biggest clinical trial and where it is going to be used the most was pushed by Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, right? 
Right, it, because this is this <laughs> is just a you know you you, you had a, you got a story uh, from a website that's basically along these lines on on the whole you know chloroquine and and um, and uh, zithromycin study, and Trump is pushing it. Trump is well, Trump actually isn't pushing it as far as the governor of New York, who's a Democrat. So before you put Trump's name in that story, you should go after Governor Cuomo because not he's he's putting it into action. The, the which by the way we agree right. with. The biggest clinical trial, the the biggest trial of the the two drugs, yes, is in New York City, led by Governor Cuomo, a Democrat. He uh, is he is the one that is is actually signing off at for that state doing it. Yes, Trump hasn't Trump hasn't said look. Here's what we're, you know, here's what we're going to do for, for this. He's leaving it open. He's, but, well, as, he's, as you he can said, see. Right. He said the FDA and the scientists, he, he hopes that, that they'll get together. And if well, it is working, they can fast forward that. Penn That's said, the only thing. Well, Penn said yesterday the FDA has authorized it for the other, you know, for other uses. Right. Besides just, they haven't, they haven't endorsed it absolutely as a drug that works, but they've right. endorsed the fact that, what, what do you call it when you can use it for, a, I forgot the term that they use. When you know doctors are saying, "Look, the FDA says that you can you can prescribe it for right for for other things." Um, uh, what do they call it? Um, Which, by the way, is done all the time. There are yes. a number of medications that are yes. put on the market that are uh, well. In fact, uh, I had a uh, I, I had a branch vein occlusion in my right eye. I have a blind blind spot in my right eye, and for two years straight, uh, once every four weeks, they stuck a needle in my eye. And the needle was filled with a breast cancer drug. And that's, you know, they found out it was effective in oh, treating what I had. That's what you call it. Pence, FDA approving off-label use for uh, hydroxychloroquine to help. Off-label, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, off-label is yeah, the yeah. term I was trying to, yeah. that, that, I, that I couldn't remember. Yeah. But it's amazing. You sit there, you look at the media, and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are just twisting everything. The pre- And they are outright lying about yes, what the right. president has said it's really the narrative that you saw from the former CNN reporter. Trump is experimenting on innocent people right. like Hitler did. Right. Yeah. And the one who's actually doing it and pushing it more than, you know, the Trump that when he heard Trump do that immediately on Sunday was on it and got the the the, the trials all set for from what I can see, thousands of New Yorkers by the amount of dosages mm-hmm. that they got that we brought to you on yesterday's show. The biggest, the biggest experiment on innocent, the biggest Hitler kind of behavior is going on in New York, led by the Democrat governor. Just amazing. By the way, we have to, I guess we have to give some attention to Joe Biden. Poor Joe Biden's not getting any attention, but he had a wow. gaffe, he had a huge gaffe. Uh, about the whole cure, whether the cure is better or cure oh, is worse, and man. we'll we'll get to that later. Um, but it was just it, it make honestly, it just makes you wonder if he's going to make it to convention. He can't get through a simple television interview. I mean, it's just it's like he's wandering around and doesn't know where he is. We'll have the latest uh, stats coming up. Uh, a ton more uh, uh, audio. Um, just there was a like I said a ton of news. I'll tell you about the Nevada uh, Democratic governor uh, issues an emergency order barring the use of hydroxychloroquine, mm. uh, and a whole bunch more. Well, I mean, um, are so is he going to bar the use of any other off label? You know, off label use of any other drug? Because these are these are drugs that are already on the market. These are not drugs that are in research and development. 
Neither one of them. Right. Zithromycin and chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine have been on the market for years. Right. Uh, we have a colleague who takes uh, hydroxychloroquine for lupus. And we, it, it's a, you know, again, it's something that's been out there for years. It went through the clinical trials. And as far as I know, both of them separately are legal in Nevada. So here's the question. Are you going to ban them all together, each of them? How do you stop a, you know, a doctor from saying, okay, I'm going to give you this prescription and now I'm going to give you this prescription? You would have to ban the use of them, saying well, they can't be taken together. Uh, what he is, uh, emergency order barring the use of the anti-malaria drugs. Um, and he signed the emergency order Tuesday, barring the use of the anti-malaria drugs for someone who has the coronavirus. The order, okay, the order so, restricting chloroquine and so Trump is the hi, bad guy. Hydroxychloroquine uh, uh, came after you know they talk about Trump talking about it and all that because the state level scientists have not agreed on it. Well, yeah. here's the thing: how many of them? Uh, and I don't know. This is an open question in Nevada. Do they have to agree to every drug that is FDA approved? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. It works. I don't. I don't either. Right. Uh, all I will say is this: go on social media and see the response from the citizens of Nevada. Yeah, absolutely livid. Like this guy is just. Well, that's a, and that's a career it, killer right, right there. And and as we have said before, I got an email. So you guys support this? I said not that I support anything. It said I have seen the fact that you've got many doctors that you know uh, whether it's. The, the France survey, whether it's now the FDA mm -hmm. saying, okay, we, you know, we, we, we think that this has positive results and there is no harm. We can't see that there's any harm in taking the, 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 the two drugs uh, together. We've uh, seen the uh, University of Kansas mm -hmm. and there are small clinical trials on it. And the doctors that say, look, there is no downside for, for, for doing this. Right. You know, if you want, if you want to say, uh, well, but there's a 50% chance that people will be bummed if it doesn't work. I don't think those people will care. Look, I, there, if it doesn't work, there's really no controlling that, right? How right. people feel about it. Of course, people will be disappointed if there is not a solution in this. And, and I checked yesterday and there were doctors saying, look, we need to be cautious. And that's fine. That's I, fine. But I haven't seen any. I still haven't seen, and that's what I'm looking for. We always look for the, the, the doctor out there or whatever, or the, the medical group that says, no, this doesn't absolutely work. And then we try to compare, even being lay people, okay, who seems to have the best argument here? I haven't seen any, you know, legitimate medical. I haven't seen any. I, when I say legitimate, it's not like I read that somebody out there who's on the fringe was saying it doesn't work. I mm -hmm. haven't seen, but I haven't seen any medical group come out and say, look, this doesn't work at all. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to have no better. It's going to have no better results than a placebo. I haven't seen that. All I have seen is that doctors that work in infectious diseases have said, and and who have done their own clinical trials, the few that there have been say, no, we believe that this works. Right. So let's keep doing the trials. So like 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 Trump said when he said, look, it could work, it could not, but from from what we get. The, the the France study, it's you know that uh, there are, uh, you know they're making the claims. This is favorable results. We need to look into this and advance this if it works. Right. And all you have seen since he has said that is m more doctors come out and say, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe we should do it. 
and I'm looking for the criticism outside of the bizarre, insane criticism. Trump is advocating that people take a deadly mixture of (laughs) (laughs) hydroxychloroquine phosphate Mm -hmm. in whatever dosage amount they want that will kill you. Right. Go to your fish tank, see what the cleaner is, and and see if that'll work for you. It is bizarre. And I'm telling you, it is, it's, when I say we're doomed, I'm starting to believe it. If you want to get in, we've got lines open. Great show ahead, 866-90-RED-EYE. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. Friday Radio, he is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Eric and uh, Gary practicing socialist distancing every single day. Yeah, socialist distancing. Yes. By the way, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark Levin. Yeah. I stole that from Mark Levin. Incidentally, I want to mention something. There's a really good late night program. And when I have to work late, two guys, Eric and Gary, they are very good. And it is a damn good show, by the way. Thank you very much. Selectively edited Mark Levin. From what? Was that eight years? Nine years? That was, uh, that was right. It was December of 2011. Okay. When that happened. We, okay, had just, that w- we had just come out of a meeting with our new network uh, uh, executives. Where Remember? We, where we were taking our old show, we mm-hmm. had not actually yet become right. Red Eye at that point. It was just we? a few weeks before yeah. we became Red Eye. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was just a couple of weeks. Right. Oh, I remember the date. Yeah. December 11th? I believe, it? I believe it was it was either December 15th or December 17th. Okay. So I was thinking was. 11th. I don't know why. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, okay. I thought it was December seventeenth, so that would have been December seventeenth, twenty eleven. Yeah, said that. Yeah, and we hey. had and and our old colleague who is now retired, Tyler Cox, uh, a great uh, talk radio programmer. He's the one that called us and said, "Hey, you got to hear what yeah. Levin said about it." Here's your forecast. Unsettled weather in the west will provide snowfall today for a good portion of Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, Salt Lake City, Utah will pick up potentially several inches of snow today, changing over from rain to snow and throughout the day. Accumulations will continue till about mid-morning. Rain for the coast of Washington, Oregon, and Northern California will provide rain showers up and down I-5 today. The Four Corners region, southwest and southern plains, including Texas, will be dried. There will be spotty showers from northern Nebraska into South Dakota and into Wisconsin and Minnesota. Most of the Midwest will be dry. Showers are moving out of the south. Showers extend from the Carolinas into the Ohio Valley and over through New Jersey. Portions of upstate New York expecting snow from Binghamton to Syracuse on I-81. That'll change over to all rain at daybreak. Your national forecast from Red Eye Radio, I'm meteorologist John Trout.
What World Are We Living In? Eric Harley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio. And he is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Welcome and good morning. Uh, there is a deal that's done. All right, so we got this. Uh, this came across about 15, uh, 20 minutes ago. Uh, TheHill.com has it. Uh, and uh, Eric Ulan is the White House Legislative Affairs Director for incoming White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. And he says, ladies and gentlemen, we have a deal. We're done. We have a deal. He told reporters that. And after one of the final meetings in Mitch McConnell's office, uh, which happened after midnight Tuesday night there in D.C. Uh, So that was a little over an hour ago. And then the story broke about 20 20 minutes ago. But it has a lot of conditions. You and I, just before we came back on, we're reading through this to see what's in it, um, because we'd like to see what's in it before it's before it's passed. Thank you, Nancy Pelosi. Um, But the. You were saying, uh, oh, we got to check the futures, the Dow futures. Um, it's gone down 100 points it's since gone the down deal 100 has been points announced. Since the deal, well, because it's got some restrictions, some conditions for like right. the airlines. They're going to get, uh, according to this story, $25 billion in bailouts. But they've got to agree to limits on on executive compensation and stock buyback programs. And what you and I are asking is, well, is that permanent? Because in one of the earlier versions... That would be permanent. You would have restrictions on stock buyback programs and what you could pay your CEOs. Well, what you're saying is, we'll give you some money now to sink your ship later. The revamped Senate proposal will inject approximately, this is from the Hill, $2 uh, $2 into the economy in the form of tax rebates, four months expanded unemployment benefits, and uh, $500 billion for a major corporate loan program through the Federal Reserve, a $367 billion small business rescue package, $130 billion for hospitals, $200 billion for domestic priorities. Mm. Uh, yeah. Such as, yeah, right. do you notice the, you notice the pause there? Uh, such as transportation, veterans, child care, and, and, and seniors. Look, I know it sounds great, but when you just say for domestic priorities, at that point you say, a year from now, we'll come back on, oh, $100 billion was wasted there, wasn't well, it? Well, because then they have it in quotations right. in the story at thehill.com. Yes. Uh, domestic priorities is in quotations. So, again, we don't, you know, the devil is in the details. We don't know what that means. The bill will give a one-time check of $1,200 to Americans who make up to $75,000. Individuals with no or little tax liability would receive the same amount. Uh, under the GOP proposal, you would have only gotten 600 Right. It creates an inspector general and oversight committee for the corporate assistance program, similar to the one done for TARP a decade ago. Senior administration officials have uh, have said Senate Republicans on Tuesday were characterizing the direct assistance as SNAP loans instead of grants to avoid the stigma of the proposal being called a bailout. But it is yet to be determined how the government would be, uh, uh, you know, uh, compensated or would be compensating that. Right. Uh, Congress is under intense, was under, okay, they, this is, I think this is going back to the other, was under intense pressure to quickly pass a deal. Right. Oh, okay, they still are because the deal has not been passed. They've agreed to it. So yeah, they, right. uh, they, right. and, and right. it came across that they expect that vote to happen early Wednesday, later this morning. Right. So, uh, but if they've got a deal, it's going to be pretty quick, I'm guessing. It, it, it's going to be pretty quick. Well, <laughs> until Nancy says we're going to hold on to it for 30 days. Yeah. Well, 
the I think the other problem is with the airlines is the uh, they were talking fifty billion, right? And of course, they don't want the restrictions on buyback, uh, stock buybacks, or uh, CEO or executive compensation. You know, you're if 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 the idea is to go in and gain permanent control of the private sector in that way, you set the precedent because if you if you set the precedent for uh, limiting stock buybacks for the airline companies, then that opens the door to, to going in and future legislation limiting buybacks, stock buybacks for any publicly traded company. And that's, I think, right. probably what the market is seeing right now. If 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 that's why it is down. And and the thing is, if we don't know, they don't know. Right. Right and, now, it, it jumped yeah. back to down 71. Yeah. It just in, in the time we've been talking, it's yes. moved 120 points in the positive. In the upside, yeah. Right. So, which is good. I mean, because it is mixed. You're going to get $1,200 in the hands of a, a lot of people who need it. But guess what? They've done all this work, and it's $1,200. Now, you've extended unemployment, but un- unemployment isn't what your paycheck used to be necessarily. So if you extend that four months, you know, an added four months uh, is what they're saying, Um then, then again, you're good. If if this goes on much longer, if if it, if we're not open for business by Easter, you're going to have people screaming again what, for more assistance. What wasn't? Didn't the initial Senate bill of the Republicans have two one-time checks? I think I think it was two. This only yeah. has one. It's one. Yes. Right. So yeah. the, so the so the Republicans were. At, oh boy, this is going to be fun on social media tomorrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Republicans' bill was is act, was actually more generous to individuals than what was crafted here. Right. The original Republican bill. Right, right. That'll get social media going because mm-hmm. you see the debate back and forth mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. people saying you know that, I mean, it was just it was pretty humorous. Well, because so. ev- everybody's desperate right now to you know get money in, into their hands. It, it's been that way. You know, you and I noticed the change. After the recession in 2009, we started getting calls from people who called themselves conservatives saying, well, look, if we're going to bail out the banks, I want mine. And it's kind of stayed that way. If the government's going to be big, great. I want bigger government. I don't want an intrusive government. Of course, you can't have one without the other. But they, the, it changed. And there were a lot of people who said, look, I've supported uh, the conservative ideology for a long time. But if we're going to bail out the banks, I want mine. And so here we are in what could be potentially a much bigger situation, much longer situation than the 2009 recession. And you have people that say that, that are going to look at this and say a $1,200 check just in time, by the way, just in time for rent on the first, which is fine. But, but where do you go from there? A few days later, it's not going to stop. This is why the president and even Governor Cuomo have been talking in the past couple of days about reopening the economy. We've got to be thinking about moving forward and opening business back up. I don't know how you do that in New York because uh, it, because of the spread of the virus there. But the fact is, is they understand that the economy can't sustain. It's damaging people who do not have this virus in very potentially permanent ways. And this I, I it'll be interesting to see how the how the market judges this. Well, uh, again, I you know you and I when we looked at the uh, the the chloroquine and and uh, Z pack and mm-hmm. whether that would work the hydroxychloroquine if it does work that does change everything yes even in even in New York City it has the potential to to save to to change everything because if you can 
in that time? Because I think the the interesting part of this is from what the researchers have told us who have done the clinical trials, it works in six days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if it works in six days, if if that is accurate, and I have not seen anybody else in the last 72 hours move right. from right. from that timeline of you. Right. No, I haven't. No. If, if it does, then that does change everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the psychology then, changes dramatically. Because then you will have, for, for example, we just, uh, the uh, the county that I live in, mm-hmm. Dallas County did it uh, two days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, my county, Tarrant County that I live, which is where, you know, Fort Worth is located. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just, you know, shut down everything. Well, basically right. said, you can't go to the places that are closed. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> as, as we said last yeah, week. Right. And, and so, and I believe ours goes in, is continues till April 7th. Okay. I think Dallas is, Dallas County is April 3rd. Uh, yeah. Right. And, and so we're talking, we're really talking about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you have, uh, w- will you have at that particular point, municipalities say, okay, because the, they're going to make, I mean, that's one thing that they talked about the uh, president yesterday. They're going to make this as widely available as possible throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Well, if you see, you know, the areas outside of the hot spots in a week start saying, yeah, we're using this and it works or two weeks from now mm-hmm. because they've, they've, by the time they get it and everything else and might be a week and then they, and they say, look, this is working. You will see places opening. Now it's different if the order came from a state. Mm-hmm. The order didn't come from the state here. The order came from counties who did it, even though the governor's been under pressure to do it statewide. He has not done that. Right. And one of the reasons is, as he said, you've got a ton of counties out there that don't have one. Right. Remember, there are a heck of a lot of rural counties in the, in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas is a very, very big state. Well, when you look on the map, in fact, when you look at the markers on the map, the dots on the map that tell you, you know, in each population, obviously, in the larger populated areas, um, you get out to West Texas, and there are very few cases. I mean, there are counties, yes. uh, many counties out there that don't. Well, first of all, there are a couple of counties out there that that have very few people to begin with. I mean, literally, it's it's you know, it's a uh, Will Hurd's district uh, is is mostly land. <laughs> it's a huge landmass, but not. It's about the same population as some of the smaller. Yeah. Out, out there, their average social distancing is three miles from each other, yeah. and that hasn't been mandated. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was self-mandated. Exactly. <laughs> like me, I'd like to see a, I want to see a car pull up for 10 minutes on my property. So we're going to be doing research throughout the night to see uh, what uh, this entire you know package is about as mm-hmm. information starts leaking out uh, over overnight and yeah. uh we'll see what what media outlets are still working on it so yeah. Yeah. uh we will we will get to that and a whole bunch more plus your calls and comments if you'd like to get in lines open love to hear from you 866-90-RED-EYE lines open for your calls 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red Eye. The breaking news uh, over the last hour is that what the White House and Senate leaders reached a breakthrough deal shortly after midnight on a, on the massive $2 trillion coronavirus relief package. 
Uh, reading his here from Fox, uh, Schumer says the bill amounts to, quote, unemployment compensation on steroids and that every American laid off will have their missed salary remunerated. excuse me here, uh, the no idea what's wrong with me today. I'm not drinking, I promise. <laughs> the provision will enable companies to stay afloat and immediately bring back those employees when things are uh, safe. Uh, much where the White House says much of the work on the bill text has been completed. And um, and over the next few hours, we'll finish what's left and circulate it early in the morning. Yeah, okay. Concerning any outstanding issues, we have either clear, explicit legislative text reflecting all parties, or we know exactly where we're going to land without legislative tax, uh, text as we continue to finish. Hmm. Dow Futures now up 44. Okay. Uh, we give direct payments to most Americans, grant unemployment benefits, provide $367 billion for small businesses to keep making payroll while workers are forced to stay home. I don't know what that means because then they're not on unemployment. We'll have to, I'll have to figure that one out. Mm. One of the last issues was the $500 billion for guaranteed subsidized loans to large industries, including a fight. How generous to be with the airlines, given that the Democrats wanted them to abide by new carbon emissions. Hospitals would get significant help as well. McConnell was set to announce a deal on the Senate floor, or is, is, uh, was, excuse me, was set to announce a deal on the Senate floor early Wednesday morning. Fox News is told uh, the text for the bill is expected Wednesday morning with a likely vote on Wednesday. So, again, the devil's in all the details, and all the details still have not come out yet. Uh, so everything really is the background of yesterday before we got to this point. Well, so, so do they limit it to the one payment of 1200 because they believe that there will be – there's great belief that, that the, the economy will be back or they will be reopening things uh, in within that one-month period? You know, let's – okay, let's do this $1,200 – and if it if it uh, doesn't rebound, or if we don't start reopening by the end of April, we do it revisit again. this. We do it again, yeah. Because I, frankly, that would that would be the more favorable of the you know of the two, rather than just hand out two months. If we if we see something promising from the New York uh, clinical trials, and then we see locales starting to reopen business here by Easter, by you know within the next two to three weeks, then there would that would negate, you know, that assistance. Well, or maybe you revisit it and you give less of, of assistance or you limit it to, again, those that are uh, still in, in, in deep trouble. Um, but rather than just give out two payments now when we could be rebounding within a month. Well, I don't know. It, it takes away the Democrats' argument that they were worried about, that, that they wanted to stop the aid to businesses right yeah, because right. the aid the aid is there mm-hmm. and after the remember the republican bill gave two payments right yes right gave two payments of mm-hmm. up to twelve hundred dollars mm-hmm. it's only now with the democrats involved in it one payment yeah but it looks like corporations are from where we were last week getting more than they were talking about last week mm-hmm. which is what the democrats claimed they didn't want yeah right so do you give those corporations the loan, hoping that that loan will translate into keeping employees employed? And you don't have yeah. to give them government assistance. You just give the loans to the companies. I don't know.
This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Pilot Flying J Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, 866-90-RED-EYE, RedEyeRadioShow.com, where we stream live or get our app, put it on your phone, and listen whenever the heck you want to listen. Yeah, what he said. In the news. The total package here comes to roughly $6 trillion, $2 trillion uh, direct assistance, roughly $4 trillion in Federal Reserve lending power. Again, it will be the largest Main Street financial package in the history of the United States. Larry Kudlow. Wow. One of the president's economic advisors yesterday. That was before the deal was actually that uh, came to it, but he was just lining out. Right. He was projecting. Uh, don't have any audio yet from any of the parties that were involved in the negotiations last night, which came to a deal on the $2 trillion plus stimulus package. Yeah. Yeah, they're putting a, the the price tag I saw is two point five trillion. Right. Wow. I don't know if the five. I, that's what I was trying to figure out. Is the five hundred billion just more that the Fed is pr- you know basically is printing to put in, or is that actually taxpayer dollars? Because the six trillion when we talk about is not six trillion in taxpayer dollars. No, no. The two trillion is right. And I when they talk about the Fed with the five hundred billion that brings it to that level well because that 500 in fact that's the exact number that they cite here in the uh, in the hill at the hill.com right that it would be available for uh federal reserve loans for business so it would would that be the the big business now there's 367 small business rescue uh, rescue package uh 367 billion and 130 billion for hospitals 200 billion for <laughs> domestic priorities <laughs> Ouch. Um, so, uh, yeah, major corporation uh, loan programs, that's $500 billion, and that comes through the Federal Reserve. Um, boy, I'd love to see the terms of that Federal Reserve loan. Well, uh, it will be interesting to read the entire thing. Uh, that that mo- that momentary pause was mm-hmm. okay. Uh, well, because let's yeah, well, face it, well, in in part, what we're dealing with is the fact that so many major companies are over were over leveraged, and now they're even further over leveraged. Mm-hmm. I mean, if and of course, if they go to the Fed, you know, to stay above water, you know, then that's going to create you know more of that that burden. Uh, there are very few uh, debt free companies that are out there on the major level, and so. Uh, the the economy would have to come back in a big way, which it it just might, you know. I I don't know, but I mean, even if we got back to normal, what are we looking at? Two point five on the upside. I mean, GDP. I mean, back to where we were. Oh oh. Um, when this is all over, mm-hmm. if we got back, if this if this weren't if this never happened, what was the projection for this year? Annualized. Oh, I think two point two point two or okay. Yeah, Maybe so two point two 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 to two point two. I mean, it right. was it, it wasn't 
three or four percent. Now, here's the thing, though, because we have taken the dip, you Mm -hmm. may have some great quarters after this. Right. Because it's all relative. It's all relative. Right. Because if you if you end up losing, let's say the next two quarters, Mm -hmm. we lose hypothetically. And I don't know what it's going to be. uh, Let's say over those two quarters, we lose five percent. Right. Which would make it a bad recession. Mm hmm. At that point, because you have two quarters below, and if the average is 5%, that's a huge recession. In the fourth quarter, hypothetically, you could have, because this this wasn't caused by, because of a financial crisis, right. but because of a pandemic, mm-hmm. and so you have a lot of businesses, you're going to have demand. There's going to be demand. There's going to have to be inventory rebuilt. Yeah, you could have. There's a You could have just replacing all of that. Because of the surge and the consumer going, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. You might have, and you might have a five, six, seven percent rate of growth. You know that happened in the eighties. Right. It didn't happen after two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Right. Which was really surprising, and that's what well, that's was the criticism of the Obama administration mm-hmm. from many economists is for us not to have quarters of growth that were five, six, seven percent. Where for a year we never got over three percent growth after a you know the recession in two thousand eight two thousand nine they've looked at that and said you know that's part of because of the Democrats not wishing uh, to really promote capitalism as much as they should. I mean, regulatory stuff was just huge, massive hurdles for business during that time, and it it lasted up until uh, the current presidency. So, uh, you know, it's interesting, too, because if you take a look at this and, and some of the items in this package could be long term, they could be damaging. But politically speaking, if it's enough, along with the clinical trials to get America back to work in the meantime, frankly, it gets the president to November 3rd. Then if you start seeing the ramifications of limiting stock buybacks or limiting CEO pay or whatever uh, on the economy, I don't know to what extent you would see uh, again, I can't measure that, but again, it would be after the election. It's likely that wouldn't be felt until after the election. Mm-hmm. So this is a safe play, at least for the White House. If you have, and and I understand why the speculation is out there that you could see 10% or 20% unemployment. Mm-hmm. If you saw 15 to 20% unemployment, if you saw over the two quarters, because we've seen anywhere from it could be as bad uh, in the the second quarter as minus ten percent mm-hmm. GDP. Right. If you saw seven or eight or nine or or ten percent overall, that means in the fourth quarter it could rebound a lot greater mm-hmm. than you know even a four or five or you know six percent uh, or seven percent growth. Right. You could see skyrocketing growth because the fall was so big. Right. Yeah, because I don't sure. know. I, right. I, I, we're in uncharted territory here. Yeah, this is something that was caused by a pandemic that shut down. When we talked about last Sunday, eighty percent of the the airline business has been shut. You know, has been shut down. I mean, the 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 TSA stating uh, for last Sunday, eighty percent fewer people than the year before right you're seeing planes with you know one two three people on them mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now if this thing and it really does right now depend on you know does this uh chloroquine and z pack work mm-hmm. 
If it does, then the hit may not be that hard. Mm-hmm. Because in the second quarter, which which would take you, uh, you know, April, May, and June, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, could the could the hit be the first? You know, the the you know now March, mm-hmm. and then could you see it increasing April, May, and June if this works, and we know it works before we even get to April first, right? That we have an idea that it does, right? Because that optimism, that that the psychology of that optimism is is huge, because then you have the reconsideration by local at the local level of of how long you extend or how long you keep the local policies in place. The you know, the shelter-in-place policies. In our four-county region now, all four counties are on board. As you mentioned, your county jumped in, and then after that, uh, another county uh, jumped in, and it was it was a little bit different, but they're all kind of the same. In other words, you can go to work if you have an essential role. Well, there are many that have the essential role. Also, if you have an essential need. Well, most people have an essential need. So it it's basically you can't go to the places that are closed. Um. But most people are adhering to it, and I was about out and about uh, just briefly yesterday morning, and I went to one retailer, and I had ordered something for pickup online. And they, when I was walking up to the door, a representative came out and met me halfway. Of course, we were further than six feet apart and said, do you have an order? I said, yeah, give me your name. And I gave him my name and, and what the order was. And he said, what, what car are you in? They brought it out to my car. So they were doing curbside only uh, for retail, not not restaurant. So I think a lot of companies and individuals have, have, you know, taken the precautions voluntarily. But it will change when when you see many companies, you know, again, or local leaders decide the companies can go back to work. If you've got Cuomo talking about it, what was that on Monday when he was talking about it? Yeah. And so if you've got Cuomo talking about it, the president's been talking about it since Monday. Um you know, then there is great hope. Again, I think a lot of that stems from that study in New York. That trial is going to, to it could, you know, change things drastically one way or the other. So I this, this Band-Aid here, I suspect they're looking at it this way. You know, let's get, let's get down the road to, you know, to Easter. Let's get uh, through April. And then we'll revisit. Because if it's not better by then, who knows? It could be another, you know, $5 trillion package. So I think that's the, the idea. But if there's that potential that it turns around by then, there's no need to continue that program. You know, we we talk about the things we do as a society. And, and uh, I was reading here, this was the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal about mm-hmm. California deeming pot as essential. Mm-hmm. And they're like... It shows you what we do as a society, what's right, essential or right, not. Right. Pot is pot is essential. It it moved to a twelve year high mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, no pun intended. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Orders online across the country have increased two hundred and thirty percent in the prior week as millennials stocked up on marijuana to survive their coronavirus confinement. Survive. Well, that's what that's what they wrote. Yeah, that's right. They, I know. That, that's yeah. how they wrote it in the Wall Street yeah, Journal. Yeah, uh, and, and it's the editorial. My point is, as they point out, there's nothing worse for the coronavirus than vaping or smoking. Right. Yet that's considered. That's why people look at it and they go, "Well, this is bogus." Mm-hmm. I guess the exception would be edibles, maybe. Yeah, but, but a, a significant portion is people sure. still smoking and vaping. It's right. not all edibles. No, at I all. know. I know that. Yeah. 
but it's but this but we've got to we've got to get high. Yep, you got to <laughs> stop. Get... Uh, one who was it that which, uh, which that... again the vaping and the smoke is one of the worst things you can do that makes you susceptible more to a uh, a more serious event mm-hmm. if you get the coronavirus. What about um, uh, in Colorado shutting down liquor sales? You know, yeah. now people are going to get irate. See, now people are concerned. Now, and, and pot sales there too. <laughs> yeah. But but if the whole point is to protect people by doing this, mm-hmm. and you say no, what you're stating is, and and this is where we as a society do this all the time. Well, if we sedate the masses, they'll be better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if yeah. we quarantine them, mm-hmm. even if it makes them more susceptible to uh, maybe not make you more susceptible to the coronavirus, but if you get it, mm-hmm. it's as some doctors will say, almost like having an underlying condition because your lungs are irritated already right. from the smoke or the vaping. Right. <laughs> but that's okay because yeah. sedating. So when the president comes out, here's my point. When the president comes out and says, look, we might need to open up business because we don't want, is the cure worse? And he talked about the suicides. Mm-hmm. We've had callers on that. Right. If there's, if we're in a depre- depression-like state, will there be more suicides mm-hmm. is one of the concerns out there. And but the massive financial harm that we would have, you have the left saying the president cares more about money than he does lives. Well, California cares more about getting people high than lives. Right. We can go do this all day. Well, sure. They're not using critical thinking at all. No. 866-90-RED-EYE. Tips from J.J. Keller and Associates Incorporated on Road Check 2020. Driver Requirements Every year, the International Road Check event focuses on a specific category of violations. This year's emphasis will be on the driver requirements that are part of the typical roadside inspection. Driver requirements account for a significant number of violations, according to the FMCSA. Almost 950,000 driver violations were flagged during the almost 3.4 million inspections in 2019. Of those 950,000, about 195,000 resulted in the driver being placed out of service. What will inspectors look for? They'll verify documents like your CDL, your record of duty status, and your inspection reports. They'll also check for necessary medical documents as well as your DVIR. They'll also check for signs of seatbelt violations, sickness or fatigue, and alcohol or drug impairment or possession. Keep these priorities top of mind, and you should be in good shape. This tip was brought to you by J.J. Keller and Associates Incorporated. Visit us at jjkeller.com. This has been the Meritor Driver Report, brought to you by Pilot Flying J, Shell Rotella, and Meritor Aftermarket. Run with the bull. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Let's head to you. We go to Mike in Texas. Mike, welcome. You're on Red Eye Radio. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey there. Thanks for taking my call. I had, I've been listening to the radio, and I've been kind of getting an idea that Donald Trump may want to try to bring the economy back to running again 
sometime mid mid April, and let let's let's say he you know he he wants to bring everything back online, get people back to work and everything. What what would happen the scenario if um, you know mayors and these judges like Clay Jenkins um, say they uh, heard what Trump said, but they went against him and they thought we was still in danger of this virus. Then they, they could do then they the could do that. They could lockdown. They could do that. Trump can't order anything. Trump can mm-hmm. recommend. Trump can't order. No. Any loca- and, and then the political consequences is what would uh, it, it is what would change something. If right. Trump was making a great argument. Right. Yep. If Trump's right. making a great argument, hypothetically, let's say we get to April 15th or, you know, that we get near the Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, April 15th was in my mind just because mm-hmm. of, I was looking at some of the IRS rules here right. during yeah. the break. <laughs> and how they they change, uh, but let's say by the Easter weekend that it's all out there that the the uh, hydroxychloroquine works, right? All right, that mm-hmm. it it works, and it's and he says, okay, we need to start opening up uh, businesses, and then you have, for example, in Texas, you have counties that do it because right. in Texas yeah, it's right. not a state order, mm-hmm. and then you have a few other states that do it. It will be the political pressure at that particular point, depending on that situation. But Trump has never controlled what states are going to do. That's why the Nevada governor said, "No, we're not going to we're not, we're not going to use that." Our our doctors in Nevada have not said that the chloroquine and ZPAC works. Right. So we're not going to we're not going to do it. Well, the, the, he's going to have to deal with the political consequences of that uh, if it's found out that it works or doesn't work. Well, and Either the caller way. mentioned uh, uh, Judge Jenkins in Dallas County, and there has been some political pushback there, but that comes from the right. And Judge Jenkins is in a very blue county, so we'll see if there's you know if if there if there were this wide call and recommendation that we go back to work, it will be the people that will decide. And by the way, that won't be a blue thing or a red thing, most likely. If we're if there is great promise and the psychology changes as a result of the clinical trials in New York or anything else along the way, then people will be desperate to go back to work. They'll yeah. want to go back to work. And people like Judge Jenkins will feel that pressure, and, and that's here in da- that's here in Dallas County where right. we live. And and again, where he's really been criticized is not for the actual uh, shelter in place, mm-hmm. but for what many people believe are the exaggerated potential numbers of deaths. Right. Yes. That what was it up to four hundred fifty thousand? He yeah, was saying right. here. Right. And people are like, you're just making you know you're making that up. You're taking studies that are just bogus to do it. Mm-hmm. If you wish to do it, fine. Don't scare the daylights out of people by by throwing out a number mm-hmm. that nobody is stating would happen. Right. Exactly. Or if they are, they're 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 very questionable studies that are being done or extrapolations. Right. That's where the criticism comes in. So if we find out that it that you know and but the the political the political sense to that is okay. See, I closed it; those deaths didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. See, I saved your life, basically. And and again, but the pressure will be on because people will want to get back to work. Mm-hmm. We're a very, I mean, this, this county that we're in, like many counties, is a very, very productive county.
866-90-RED-EYE. We're taking your calls on Red Eye Radio. And he is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE, if you want to get in and chat. Well, a deal has been reached. Well, Madam President, I have an update for the information of all senators and for the information of the American people, and it's good news. It's good news for the doctors and nurses in emergency rooms around the country who are waiting for more masks and more funding. It's good news for families all across America. At last, we have a deal. The Senate has reached a bipartisan agreement on a historic relief package for this pandemic. It will rush new resources onto the front lines of our nation's health care fight, and it will inject trillions of dollars of cash into the economy as fast as possible to help American workers, families, small businesses, and industries make it through this disruption. It will push major relief to hospitals and health care providers, invest in new medicines and vaccines so we can beat this virus faster, and help get more equipment and masks to the frontline heroes who put themselves at risk to care for patients. So a deal has been agreed upon. There still has to be a vote on it. I believe that it will pass. Yeah. I'm guessing we're going to see that happen very quickly. Yeah. I, and the the details will be coming out, you know, uh, through throughout the night. We've related some to you, but probably the massive details, where the devil is in the details, will be coming out tomorrow morning. Yeah, right. Uh, that, that's where the pushback will be. It, it will be likely from people like us, not Nancy Pelosi. You know, because uh, if if Chuck agreed to it, you can bet Nancy's on board. It's going to happen. So it'll probably happen, I'm guessing, early in the day. The earlier, the better. Uh, you want to do, again, uh, you want to do this as fast as possible, giving the government the authority to get that $1,200 into hands of people. Uh, that's going to have a huge psychological effect, not only on the markets, but but, of course, the people that are receiving that money. And you had what uh, Mitch McConnell was. Um, oh, excuse me. No, no, he he. I want to make this clear. Hmm. He he wasn't part of it. Who was actually? But Schumer was a part of it. Schumer and uh, Mnuchin, and and then Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. Yes. Mark Meadows, uh, well, it was Mark, not, yes, because who, it, it was his uh, uh, chief of 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 affairs uh, that that announced it. So Mark Meadows was right. was in on it because again. he's right. he's the president's incoming chief of staff. Right. Right. So he was also a part uh, of it. So we'll see where they go. It looks like McConnell is pleased with it. The president said uh, again yesterday, if there's, he won't pass any of the Green New Deal stuff. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look like it's in there, whether it's limited to the money when it comes to stock buybacks or when it comes to compensation uh, of the the airline executives or any other the executives that get loans and or grants right uh you know how far that goes we will see apparently it's in the bill but we don't know if it's just for that money or for a certain uh for a certain specific time period uh, i have not seen where the boards if of these major companies if they get the help that they're going to have to put a union member on the board of directors. Right. It doesn't appear that any of those things or the windmills or solar panels. Mm. For, uh, initially, nobody has promoted the fact that that is a part of it. Right. And, uh, and maybe it maybe it is. It just hasn't come out yet. Well, well we and, have not we have not yet seen that. And I'm anxious to see the the uh, details of the terms of, again, that Federal Reserve loan for 
uh, you know, or bailout that $25, uh, $25 billion that's going to the airline companies and the limitations um, there because, again, um, if if they decide long term, if a, if a publicly traded company, um, whether it's American Airlines or Southwest or any of them, decide that long term it's going to be greater damage, then what's the answer? They can still ground their flights because if they're going to save yeah. on money, I mean, until the demand comes back, they'll keep their flights grounded. Now, it's still going to be a huge, huge hurt. But would they would they fare better going to the private sector to get a short-term loan than, than agreeing with, and I don't know if that's even available. I haven't heard anybody discussing that. The point being is that if you're going to be under a long-term agreement or they're, they're going to actually, through regulation, change what you can do as a company long-term, then is that deal worth it? Well, is the I, money worth it? I'd seen last week American already took out a billion dollars. Yeah, right. Exactly. So the the thing is, is how much is available? And again, it depends on how long this, this thing goes on. I mean, American and Southwest uh, will likely still be there. I mean, those are two major brands in in uh, in flight and, and the airline uh, industry. So they're, they're a sure bet based on assets right now. And, and of course, the promise of the return of that demand based on the number of routes that, that each of them have and how efficient, especially Southwest, has been over the years. And in recent years, American has become more efficient. The point being is that the private sector judges them in a different way and the terms of, you know, that agreement aren't so binding. So I, I do wonder how many of those companies take the bailout money and what the terms actually are if they, if they are permanent in terms of stock buyback or CEO pay. Right. Let's go to Tom in New York. Tom, welcome. You're on Red Eye Radio. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. I, I have to comment on the 1,400-page um, proposal Nancy Pelosi brought out. Yeah, but that's done. That's all, gone. That's gone. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's not a part of it anymore. Yeah, that, that That's gone, but the fact that she came out with tens of millions of Americans going through what we're going through to try and deal with this plague and, and presented something with all the stupid proposals in that bill. It's an insult to everybody. Well, but not to them. Remember. Yeah, no surprise. Jim Clyburn was absolutely specific, and, it, and he knew it was going to get out. This was a tremendous opportunity to, to and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but to see our vision. Mm-hmm. Clyburn didn't come out and say, look, we need to help the American people. He said this is a great. He was telling the Democrat Party, the, the majority whip, the guy who whips up votes. <laughs> Very powerful inside the Democrat Party. Remember, uh, he's the one that jumped for Biden. Remember a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and sure. how huge that was? Sure. He was blunt. This isn't about helping the American people. It's about seeing our liberal socialist vision. Right. That's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. So it was dumb to you. They were promoting it to their members. Clyburn had to know that was going to get out. You say something, unless he's a, another one that doesn't believe that the Internet exists yet. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that came out and was reported, uh, I believe, first by TheHill.com, which is not a conservative media outlet. Right. So they're not trying to hide it. No, they never have been. Right.
So it is what it is. But th- that that bill, uh, as we said, as the president came out, no, we're not going to do, you know, the the so- the solar and uh, wind credits. And, and there was a lot of mocking on that one. Which just how does that help people? Mm-hmm. I thought my idea was the best that mm-hmm. the blades moving around. Uh, well, you said the the blades moving around will push the virus even further, right? Since it's airborne, right? And and I came up with the idea that it would actually with the uh, with the blades, those big blades mm-hmm. would actually hit the virus and kill the virus, right? That's, yeah, that no, hard. they're not they're not that caring. So it looks like the 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 it looks like because it isn't being highlighted that all the global warming stuff is out, but the president made it clear that if it was any of the Green New Deal stuff, that wasn't going to. Right. That wasn't going to pass. Again, we'll see when it probably comes out in the morning. We're trying to find uh, any information on the bill. But I don't know how much of the bill's actually been released because they're still fine-tuning it right. overnight. Yeah, right. And and that's and that's kind of what the, the uh, Hill alluded to is that, you know, the language. Uh, I don't know if it was my, uh, Mark Meadows' um, uh, uh, chief of economic affairs or, or White House uh, legislative affairs. Uh, or or not who said it i i don't recall i don't have it in front of me but the idea was that you know well the language is not going to be a problem well <laughs> for people like us it's always a problem because when you talk about you know um you know uh different uh uh what they call it um uh discretions dom- discretions and and, and uh, domestic, domestic discretions, discretions <laughs> like infrastructure and right. things like this I'm, i mean it gets down to well, I mean, because if you're talking about like uh, giving a state a grant to keep their uh, their rest areas open, their state run rest areas open for truck drivers, okay, right now that's that's probably one of the necessary things you would look at doing to keep trucking strong and and going, and so they could have a place and also safe, so they could have a place to pull over if they need to. Uh, some of those rest areas in some states have been closed. So the point being is that, but if you're if you're talking about a jobs program shovel-ready things, um, you know, then, of course, we're going to have issue with that. We'll see what's permanent, uh, what's long-term, and I guess we'll see that probably in a matter of hours. If you want to get in, lines open, 866-90-RED-EYE. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll-free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Red Eye Radio, he is Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red Eye. As part of the compromise, this was put into the bill, just so you know. Because you were wondering, we were both wondering why Schumer was saying this is unemployment on steroids. Because in that article, they had said that unemployment benefits would be extended four months. And I right. went, well, how's that on steroids? Well, I just got uh, this. I believe this came from the New York Times. The, the bill would create a vast unemployment insurance benefit which would cover furloughed employees as well as contract and freelance workers adding as much as $600 a week to each state's normal unemployment benefits. I was looking at New York, for example. The unemployment benefit, the maximum you could make, mm-hmm. depending on their formula, is 500 a week. I guess what this is saying is for a certain period of time, they would add $600 to that $500, which means you could make $1,100 a week 
in the unemployment benefits that would be funded that portion by the federal government. Wow. Yeah, okay. Um, and then I guess that would be because it's it's dispersed through the states. Unemployment is. Right. So I guess they they it's it's a grant. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically that's taxpayer dollars take, going to states so again. Yeah, yeah. It's, I it's, mean, it's it it is it's unemployment. Yeah. You look at states like uh, what was it? North Carolina, one of the states in the South, had limited at one point their unemployment term to three months, and saying that basic, and they said it was working because people were getting back to work quicker. Well, right now you can't make that case. So, does it extend it? So it just basically it would. Is it both? It extends it four months and it adds 600 a week? I don't know if the 600 a week it would, would be extended out because if it's average of six, most states are six months. Mm-hmm. This, this would make it, uh, again, 10 months. Right. Whether it would be 10 months of uh, the potential of $600. If, you're, if you've got, remember, the top of what you get, and I, I forgot what the percentage is. It's been so long. What is it? Was unemployment 50%? I think when I last collected it was 50%. Of mm-hmm. what you were making. Yeah, I don't know. Up yeah. to a certain amount, and then it, it was capped at that point. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's capped at, at for example, in New York at around 500, Texas 457. I think California is $450 a week. But this would add as much as $600 a week. Now, whether it extends to that full extra four months on top of what the state already offers, uh, I don't have that here at, at that moment. But it seems like they got that, and instead of having two payments, the direct payments, they're only doing one. So right, that had to be right. the compromise on the other side. Yeah. All right, you can do the unemployment benefits, but the direct payments to citizens uh, would be uh, $1,200 per adult, $500 per child. By the way, a friend of mine, she told me that her 12-year-old son came up to her the other day and said to her, Wow, I heard about all this that's going on. Let me know when my five hundred dollars comes in. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that and way. And she said, "What are you talking about? I heard it that that yeah, you know yeah, yeah. that you you know, mom, you'll get you'll get twelve hundred, and I get five hundred. Yeah. And she said, "No, no, no, that all goes no. to me." Because no, I heard it's five hundred dollars per child. The child gets it. They were having an argument back and forth. <laughs> that was the best ever. Well, no, I mean here's but here's that that's the mentality of today's youth, right? It says per child. It doesn't des- does it, it doesn't really designate it, but it kind of does if in the language that's in the media. Yeah, man, you're, you're right. 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 If, I heard it, it's five hundred dollars per child. Yeah, I, so. I I get it. That's that's what I'll do. Oh, fine. You get it. Your rent is five hundred dollars <laughs> exactly. for next month. Exactly. <laughs> for the next six months. Thanks, Brian, for that tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian came uh, up with that idea. Make so, them pay rent. So that to me is where the compromise probably what we will add it to unemployment. You know, benefits. Now the the reason. That people say, well, conservatives don't care of the unemployed. Well, actually, they do. When you make a figure like that, there's less incentive to go back to work. Right, yeah. That's the whole point. Mm. And unemployment actually exists, and it doesn't pay a tremendous amount because the whole point is the incentive to go look for a job. And that's remember the study that was done, I think North Carolina was part of it a couple of years ago, where they found out that the time when the unemployment, when when the length of it was shorter people were actually more aggressive in getting jobs exactly
is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Pilot Flying J Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across America, 866-90-RED-EYE. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Well... There's a deal. Well, Madam President, I have an update for the information of all senators and for the information of the American people. And it's good news. It's good news for the doctors and nurses in emergency rooms around the country who are waiting for more masks and more funding. It's good news for families all across America. At last, we have a deal. After five days of arduous negotiations... After sleep-deprived nights and marathon negotiating sessions, we have a bipartisan agreement on the largest rescue package in American history. Oh, you went a couple of nights without sleep. Oh, yeah. He's a victim. No. Oh, such hard, such a, such hard, uh, hard work incredible. spending other people's money. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, but the uh, the deal is done. Uh, we're looking. There's a couple of new updates here on uh, the deal. Uh, this from the Hill.com. Mm. The Senate proposal will inject approximately two trillion into the economy. The deal includes 500 billion for major corporate liquidity program through the Federal Reserve, 367 billion for a small bi- for a small business loan program, 100 billion for hospitals, 150 billion for state and local governments. It will also give a one-time check, $1,200 to Americans who make up to $75,000. Individuals with no or little tax liability would receive the same amount, unlike the initial uh, GOP proposal that would have, for those people, would have given them 600 But I think the original weren't, I, I thought under the, the GOP plan, there were two checks that were going to be given out. That's that's what I was. Uh, I thought there was one April and then one in in May. Right. That's no longer the the case. But mm-hmm. unemployment, from what we've told, because Schumer said that's unemployment on steroids. We don't know how long it goes, but uh, from what we read that came out of the New York Times, they're saying that an additional six hundred dollars a week mm-hmm. would be included. Right, because we couldn't understand where it was where he said on steroids, because we saw they had extended it four months, but that would be on steroids because that would be more that the federal government would be covering to increase the the cost or the excuse me the uh, the uh, unemployment benefit. It would double the unemployment benefit over double the unemployment benefits uh, at the maximum level. Right. And I don't know what it would do because we don't we don't have that in front of us right now. But we mm. do know, for example, if you looked at New York State, New York State's max is five oh seven a week. That yeah. means if you increase it, that's the maximum. If, if the maximum goes up six hundred, that means you'd be making eleven hundred dollars a week on unemployment. Mm-hmm. How long that would go for, we don't know. Right. That still hasn't been uh, announced. Uh, in other areas here. Uh, let me get, uh, down here. Um, 
the uh, deal would uh, provide th- uh, thirty billion in emergency education funding. Mm-hmm. What is that? I don't know. Twenty five billion in emergency transit funding. Okay, is that because? Of the loss of revenue because people haven't been taking mass transit over that period of time? Yeah, I don't know. Could be. And creates an employee retention tax credit to incentivize businesses to keep workers on the payroll uh, throughout the crisis. All right. So we start with the first one, uh, emergency training or education funding. Um, you could look at that as, as all right, uh, go ahead and fund for the, the scenario that a great number of individuals would need to be trained to run ventilators, right? That if we need a great number of ventilators, you know, more ventilators, and they become more available as mass production turns to ventilators, again, this is probably for worst-case scenario or the fact that, you know, we don't we don't see a, a flattening of the curve. Uh, you could see that because, obviously, those those folks are going to need to be educated, trained for for operating those ventilators. And so, uh, you know, I don't know what the timeline is, but if, if that is the, I would, that's where my mind goes first. Emergency education funding. Or is it public schools? I don't know. It could be, don't maybe know. it's a combination of both. If, if kids are not going to be in class, we set them up, uh, we, we help public schools to uh, get them educated electronically uh or or some other way so that they can they can maintain their schoolwork okay i just wonder i don't know does that mean my property tax has gone down and the federal government's making up for it (laughs) probably not oh okay i'm guessing no i I was i was hoping because in the bill there is no tax increase for eric and gary from what i can see no no there isn't Uh, but but you can bet it will happen (laughs) (laughs) stupid republicans (laughs) Uh, (laughs) by the way <coughs> that be, cough was from laughing. Yeah. I am. I am You're fine. Okay. He's okay. I, I am. I want to make sure sure everybody knows I'm fine. It also provides 25 billion in direct financial aid to struggling airlines and four billion for air cargo carriers to industries that have taken a big hit. Senate Republicans on Tuesday were characterizing the direct assistance as snap loans instead of grants. Oh yeah, right. To avoid the stigma of the proposal being called a bailout. It is yet to be determined, and I read this wrong before, but it is yet to be determined how the government would be compensated if it's an actual loan. Hmm. Right. Because the whole point is, I guess, it's not a loan. Right. The bill bans stock buybacks for any corporation that accepts government loans during the term of their assistance plus one year. Remember, that's Mm. the compromise because the Democrats had said, you couldn't do stock buybacks, or um, uh, you you couldn't do stock buybacks for. And you had to limit executive uh, pay. Right now, well. I don't see that. What would be for the term of the loan plus one okay. year? Is that is that correct on the stock buyback? On the stock buybacks, but they've taken out earlier where they had the employee compensation, hmm. or excuse me, the the CEO compensation. I don't see that in there anymore. So I don't know whether they got that wrong, but that's no longer in the article. Okay. Uh, yeah, but we, you and I noted during the break, by the way, that the articles are are updating, yeah. uh, and and certain things are being rewarded, and and that's what you can expect because we really haven't seen it yet, and we probably won't see the full bill, and maybe they're getting that at the me- in the media they're getting uh, 
a peek at it right now or getting some uh, stuff leaked to them. I don't know, but we'll see more details in the mornings. But the point is, things are changing right now, uh, and they will be fluid until we see the actual bill. The legislation creates an inspector general and oversight committee for the corporate assistance program, somewhat similar to TARP. Um, and the rest is sort of just background on everything that led up to it. Now, the interesting thing is, you know, will and they're asking, will Pelosi go for it? Yes, I believe she will. Yeah, I don't think there will be. I, I don't. I just don't think there's going to be a. A uh, choice. Hundreds of billions of dollars in a, in buffer capital hmm. for the Treasury Department will allow the Fed to hand out an additional $4 trillion in loans to distressed companies such as U.S. Airlines and Boeing. Hmm. Uh, the federal loan program, which Democrats bashed as a corporate bailout uh, program and including uh, Mnuchin's slush fund, as they called it, mm-hmm. was one of the biggest sticking points during the late rounds of the negotiations. Republicans argued the Treasury Department needed $500 billion to help the Fed inject enough liquidity into the economy, while Democrats were enraged over the provision that they said would let Mnuchin provide loans and guarantees and then wait uh, six months before disclosing who got the assistance. What they did there is that's where they, they're actually putting together a a group of Congress people to yeah. direct that. So. Right, right. Uh, some of the biggest uh, nation's biggest companies could face bank- bankruptcy without the federal intervention. Fitch ratings downgraded its outlook for United Airlines to negative on Thursday mm. amid fears about its ability to pay back loans. S&P ratings downgraded Boeing's credit rating to just two notches above junk status on Monday. Two other areas of major disagreements were uh, over how long to provide beefed-up unemployment benefits, how much to spend on hospital and health care providers, and how much to provide cash-strapped state governments through a stabilization funding. So, and that's just uh, updated here in the last 15 minutes from the hill.com. So we were able to, uh, we'll, we'll, whenever it's updated again, and, and we're, we're going through a ton of different stories. It just seems like the hill keeps updating it quicker than anybody else. Yeah. I get a comment on social media. I haven't seen anything, uh, any language about, uh, uh, social security checks or, you know, people, you know, getting social security. We don't, we don't know. How this will affect yeah, I, them. I, I, I have anything. we have seen nothing on Social Security. Right. Nothing. Right. Nothing on Social Security. Nothing on climate change. Right. Nothing on Green New Deal stuff. You know, early on there was talk about like um, uh, raising Social Security temporarily uh, or adding to it, you know, for a three month period or SSI as well. Um, but I we haven't seen anything like that this morning. But I don't like the bill at all. Mm. Yeah, because you don't get anything. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bet your cat does. Your cat gets five hundred dollars. My, my cat. And your a- cat is going to need that five hundred dollars. My cat gets five hundred dollars, right? <laughs> hey, I had a. Hey, it's all about it's a me, right? Baby. Hey, if it's a gimme, if 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 we live in a gimme a society, mm-hmm. uh, I was waiting for you to say. When I said I don't like the bill, I was ask I was expecting you to say why. Yeah, you just sort of no, looked at me and, and you looked at me and you guessed it. It's been almost Very fifteen good. years. I know why. Yeah, you guessed it. Yeah, I don't get anything. Where's yeah. mine? Exactly. I want mine. As Sally Brown said in a Charlie Brown Christmas, all I want is what's coming to me. All I want is my fair share. Well, I mean, we don't even get a meat pie and a bottle of vodka. Where's my fair share? Right. 
I've paid more than my fair share of taxes. Right. That I haven't gotten back. Right. The majority of Americans get back more than I ever get back. Where's mine? Right. I never get anything back. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, do I, do I, was there a little bitterness? That maybe. bitter there? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know, okay, so so I, I think, you know, again, this is what's interesting here is you're, you're looking at the political pressure, um, whether you agree or disagree with all the spending and trillions of dollars of spending or, or, or where it goes or whatever. This is the political pressure, and we revisit this in three weeks. We will, one way or the other. If there is good news out of New York on the clinical trials, then we're we're going to see a, a an uptick, and we're going to see a greater consideration on the local level to uh, adhere to those end dates for the shelter in place. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as you mentioned, your county is April seventh. Uh, the county we broadcast from is April third, right? Yes. The 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 where it would end. Um, and there, I think, is good reason to believe, based on the studies of the hydroxychloroquine and, and chloroquine with, with the um, ZPAC uh, in New York, that if they start to see good news in six days and good results in six, six days, that will get out. Not that the study will be over, not that it will be necessarily conclusive, but it will have a psychological effect on the well, upside. Well, we'll know if they're we'll know if yep. they're better. Yep. That we will know, and yep. then it, everything changes at that point. And by the way, I hope everyone who's a part of that study benefits greatly from it and 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 gets to full recovery. I, and, I hope and, pray. and a red eye radio show advisory: mm-hmm. don't take anything that goes into a fish tank. Yes, please. That's the most bizarre thing ever that the I, media was trying to tie that in yeah. to Trump. So did you see Trump talk about it? Yes. Yeah. If, if, if that were in amazing. court, immediately there would be an objection. Leading the witness. I mean, just um, just amazing. This is Trump's fault that these people took uh, a fish tank powder yeah. that contained a chemical that had part of the name yeah. of the prescription and we'll play part of the report coming up we'll have to repeat it that's yeah, got to be our audio cut of the day I, yeah, i'm really. sure I, I know you make the decision on that but i'm just going to go out on a limb and say that's probably going to be it well you have you have editorial input <laughs> when i laugh it depends <laughs> yeah. on how hard i laugh exactly that determines whether it's going to be or not <laughs> well you didn't laugh initially you were like what uh, yeah no i was no i know i was screaming my face was turning <laughs> red 86690 Red Eye. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red This is the first opportunity I've got. I've had. I just went on the website. Now I'm, I'll analyze it coming up during the break and, well, some comments on it on the Johns Hopkins uh, uh, Coronavirus Research Center and the entire map. It's the first time I've had a chance to uh, to uh, to do it. Te- By the way, massive testing in the United States now going on, as you know. Yeah, I think what right, was it, right. 11,000. By the way, in some areas of the country... There are people that got tests. You know, some of the testing results don't come back for five days. Yeah, actually, that happened to a friend of mine. Um, she was they they she wasn't presumptive positive. Uh, she went in on Friday, but they told her 
uh, you need to go home and, and self-quarantine, and she did, and her test came back, and she was presumptive positive, then it goes to the CDC. Um, the only, and I haven't seen this person, I haven't seen, uh, been uh, up close with this person in, in several months, it was last year sometime, uh, if not longer, um, but it it was surprising. Because it was like, yeah, the test won't come back for like four days. And I thought, wow, I didn't know it, it took that long. And I read that by this weekend, we should be able to be testing, what was it, 75, was it was it 17 or 75,000? I forgot what mm. it was. Maybe it was mm. 17,000 per day. That's yeah, what okay. it was. Right, which is still a huge number. Yeah, yeah. 17,000 per day we, we should be right. testing in the United States. Apparently, in the last eight days, we've tested more than South Korea did in eight weeks. Wow. I was reading that. Hmm. And, you know, South Korea is looking at it right now. Okay, yeah, just, it's still they're sort of, you know, they're sort of uh, level here at the moment. It seems right. like they've reached their peak. And that's why when you've heard the discussion that in, in 14 days we may see this. You and I talked about it yesterday. Uh, South Korea is, I think, on their 33rd day uh, of it. And you can definitely see that their curve uh, has start started to fl- well, it has flattened. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you look at it, it's actually has flattened and actually went down a little bit yesterday. Well, uh, it- and and so that was th- that's thirty three days, mm-hmm. and the United States is now on day nineteen. Well, here's what's interesting. So I'm at worldometers.info, which in part gets their information from Johns Hopkins. Right. So in in the period reporting here in the update, there were only four additional deaths. In the U.S. total. Now, I don't know what that if that's 24-hour period or 8-hour period or how often this is updated. I'll have to uh, double-check that because that would be a positive sign is if the death rate has slowed greatly. Yeah, that's, I, that's shocking. I, I In fact, the only state was, uh, was California that reported four additional deaths. But again, I have to find out how often they update this because before... They were only updating once a day. Okay, because that has to be a couple of hours, because I thought we had a couple of hundred over the last 24 hours. Yeah. Well, in New York alone. I mean, New York alone right now is towering over everybody else. Here's your forecast. Unsettled weather in the west will provide snowfall today for a good portion of Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, Salt Lake City, Utah will pick up potentially several inches of snow today, changing over from rain to snow and throughout the day. Accumulations will continue till about mid-morning. Rain for the coast of Washington, Oregon, and Northern California will provide rain showers up and down I-5 today. The Four Corners region, southwest and southern plains, including Texas, will be dried. There will be spotty showers from northern Nebraska into South Dakota and into Wisconsin and Minnesota. Most of the Midwest will be dry. Showers are moving out of the south. Showers extend from the Carolinas into the Ohio Valley and over through New Jersey. Portions of upstate New York expecting snow from Binghamton to Syracuse on I-81. That'll change over to all rain at daybreak. Your national forecast from Red Eye Radio, I'm meteorologist John Trout.
Broadcasting from a secure containment zone, Gary McNamara and Eric Harley on Red Eye Radio. Hey, it's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 uh, Red Eye. Yeah, there were hundreds of deaths yesterday in the United States. So, right. It's, uh, it's, what's interesting here is that the worldometers.info, which has been basically mimicking uh, the pattern of the Johns Hopkins website has changed their methodology seemingly. So they've updated it to their every update. It's since the last update, which is, in, in this case, in six minutes. Six minutes, right. The only state reporting essentially additional deaths was California. Well, right. that doesn't make sense because you have to categorize it in a 24-hour period, an hourly period. But not a just a um, I guess an arbitrary period that is where the the website updates because that doesn't make any sense that doesn't tell you essentially the right. rate per day right well I mean if you look or at hourly rate you know you would have to look at that tomorrow after the, it's in because you can go to that site and you can see the exact number of deaths yesterday exactly well well the point is is that Johns Hopkins does a good job at doing that saying okay today here's the here are the additional deaths or the additional cases. And right. it's categorized right. in a very uniform way. You can't say since the website last up- updated because that doesn't make any sense. Right. You know, if you want, if you want, again, if you want to do that hourly or daily, mm-hmm. that's, that's one thing because that's how that's essentially a standard measurement. So when you look at it, as we've said, when the, the, and, and I know that's why the president's looking at Easter. I mean, everybody's looking at South Korea, mm-hmm. uh, as the bellwether because they don't want to look at China because there's a distrust as to whether the numbers are accurate. And so when you see that we're in day 19, you know, if you look at the, the point of where we were just about 100 deaths and the same with South Korea. Right. And then when that, when that you know, the, the curve started going up, when you, the drastic increase of the curve, they were, they're roughly 33 days into it. We're 19 days into it. We're about two weeks behind. Mm. So that is what the hope is because when you see that the curve has flattened in South Korea when it comes to the number of cases, but again, uh, can you use that as any type of barometer when the United States now is doing massive testing compared to any other country out mm. there? Mm. Right. That's the whole point. Is are you at that point when there's much more massive testing going on in the United States? Does it become apples and oranges? And as I saw the one story yesterday, in the last eight days, we did more than South Korea did in eight eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So you look at that at that point, and go okay, maybe we can't come to the same. Maybe our curve's going to look different because our sample is much bigger. Yeah, and I wonder how much is accounted for. And I don't know. This is a, an open ended question in terms of people not reporting. You know, there is a certain level of poverty in any society. And when you get to the working class, the lower uh, middle uh, income who still are working in the U.S. Um, but are hourly, if they if they have a fever, are they going to put that hard hat on and go to work anyway? Mm-hmm. The point being is that I don't know what's accounted for in terms of the statistics in 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 the reporting of, of who's being tested and how many you can assume don't come in or might be right. in society and, that haven't been tested. And, and we talked about that when the comparison was being made to the flu. We're not comparing it to the flu now. Right. We're just, this is standalone numbers because with the flu, we said the the analysis was, yeah, but there are people that do it with the flu too. And that's right. figured in to the fatality rate of the flu. 
yeah. the people that don't report. It has to be. I mean, it's, and so at that point, you are comparing apples and apples because you're using the same thing. You're assuming that if you have the flu or are sick, there are people that will still go into work. People that have a minor case of coronavirus right. will still go into work. And, and so they may never be counted uh, uh, in this. But when you're talking just standalone between countries, I do think you can make the case that if you have a lot poorer countries out there that have a much greater amount of of poverty that can you skew the numbers that way and that's why we've stated you're not really going to be able to come up with an idea of what was going on with this until months may possibly years down the road will they be able to actually look at the track of it Mm -hmm. and say okay here's here's what we we think now but with the united states now with the ability to be taking by the end of you know the the, as I said this week, seventeen to 20,000 tests per day, we're going to have an idea where it's going. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, it will. And, of course, I, I think there's probably a greater concern now. Uh, I don't know if you would agree, but anecdotally, there's a greater concern, I think, by people just watching social media. At first, some people were like, ah, come on, it's just like the flu. And now, now it's like, okay, a little more education. It's like, all right, if I get a fever, I'm going in. Oh, I'm going to look to be you, I was telling you about a couple of people that I know that were like, this is nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And now you see them on social media and you would think it's the plague to them. Right, right. And so there's been a great, look, uh, of course, you know, getting the emails and the inputs that, that uh, uh, you know, this is martial law mm-hmm. and, you know, things like, on both sides. It's martial law. We need to enact martial law because people aren't paying attention to it. Well, right. the vast majority of people are. The reason the reason that people are staying in their homes, the reason that I came in tonight, and you could see that, okay, wow, there's a lot less traffic. Well, there was a lot less traffic even four or five days ago before the order went in mm-hmm. because people themselves and the private sector themselves and companies themselves said, look, we got to get a handle on this. We have the ability to work at home. Go work at home. Right. The private sector really jumped on this when it came to isolating people from one another, mm-hmm. basically because of their own survival, their own short-term survival, you know, worried about it. But they came to that conclusion on their own. It's not the or the orders are the what get maybe the last 10% to abide by it. Yeah, but the right. vast majority of people are doing this on their own because the vast majority of people are saying, hmm, they're not panicking. They're just not sure about this. Right. Not sure. Okay, yeah, maybe worse than what I, you know, what we initially uh, 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 thought. And, okay, I sort of understand what they're doing. I'll give the government a couple of weeks and, you know, this seems to be necessary. I think most people are probably of that opinion you still have the people that are saying it's a complete fraud and people that saying it's the plague and going to kill uh hundreds of thousands of people uh you know in our county mm-hmm. so it's it's gone both ways for those people that make those predictions they don't know no no they don't they don't know and we've said this in the very beginning the reason that the concern is out there not panic i don't sense panic i was out yesterday mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody is doing their lawns everyone it was it was like a neighborhood reunion yesterday mm. 
<laughs> Except everybody was staying six feet away and didn't come close to each other or touch each other. Right. Yeah, I had a squirt gun filled with water. <laughs> but, I mean, it was it was people. There were another additional two people getting their roofs done on our house. Mm. This has been the last couple of months I got mine done. And, and everybody, because we had a hailstorm last October, that everybody figured out, okay, now's the time to file the insurance claim. And so every so. Two people were getting that, you know, that done. But I walked out. I couldn't believe it. It was like there's people all over the place, Mm -hmm. but they're not congregating close together. Right. You know, everybody's doing it and people are neighbors are talking to one another, but they're staying far enough away. And everybody has that, you know, just it's like everybody understands it. And I laughed because I was talking to one of my neighbors and uh, a couple of her kids were there and everybody was like standing about eight to 10, eight to 15 feet away while we're discussing stuff. And I said, isn't this great? We all know we have to stay away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I generally don't like people anyway. So it's standard <laughs> practice for me. But I, I, I have a feeling that people are going to be doing a ton of lawn work, especially here in Texas where we're into the 80s this week. Now. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, we went from, um, I don't know, a really mild winter to uh, early summer. <laughs> yeah, we did. pretty much <laughs> we we did so. Uh, 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 you know, again, I you know, it, it's I I find it interesting these times. I find the number of and and this happens a lot of times when something is going on. People get in the shoulda mode on everything. Mm-hmm. I'm right. reading a lot of the emails and a lot of the comments we've gotten so far. Well, you know, on on the budget bill. Well, uh, Congress ought, n- ought not to get paid. We we shouldn't pay them unless they do the work of the American people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the ones that vote on whether they get paid or not. Right. You don't have a vote. That's not going to happen. It's like that meme that was out there. Look, I have. This is such a simple way for Congress to get everything done. If Congress doesn't do the will of the American people, then they shouldn't get paid. See how easy it is. <laughs> do you think things out? But no, I, I've I've had a ton. Of shoulda comments. Well, we should do it this way, and it should go this way. And it, well, we don't deal with should; we deal with reality. What is? Yeah, I mean, look, it's um, you know, having done this for a long time, you and I know how Congress is going to react. We also know how the the political will, you know, is pushed. And basically, right now, the political will is get us some money. Yeah, that's what it, it's where it is. Yeah, and you know, and and of course, um, for the large companies, small companies. Get us some money, and and that's pretty much it. You know, flood the flood the the uh, the society with with money, free money, <laughs> like there is such a thing, and um, and then we'll and we'll come back in three weeks if it's not better. And I'm I'm assuming that's the approach. Well, I was thinking that you know Schumer saying, okay, we really stuck it to the Republicans because we're really going to drastically increase. The unemployment pay mm-hmm. in some cases you could you could see it doubled, mm-hmm. I and mean, maybe in most cases you could see it doubled. Right, and we'll get to there. And, and Trump's going, hey, you're throwing more capital at people. We're fine with that. Yeah, right. They're unemployed. Exactly. Fine. Uh, yeah, but that means people won't be into the workforce. Well, they'll just tighten the labor market and increase salaries, and more taxes will come in, and we'll rebound quicker, and everybody will be the workers will be happy. The people that are unemployed will be happy. The workers will be getting a raise. Trump's going, I love this. Exactly. People want to stay home. Great. Right. Other people want to go to work. Yeah. You'll tighten up the labor market again. Companies will offer the raise. And the unemployed will have plenty of cash to spend. Who was it? Walmart that that uh, already offered raises uh, for yeah. hiring? Mm-hmm. 
you know, I mean, again, uh, when when there's that need for the labor and there will be. I mean, that's uh, and right now there is in in certain sectors, including grocery stores and supply, you know, supply stores um, and Amazon and everything else trying to fulfill orders that of necessities. So that's a huge thing. Uh, we'll see where if, if, if trucking. I mean, they can't get enough right now. I mean, you've got you've got a a, a lack of capacity. We we had quite the opposite six weeks ago. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So again, that's not even in the rebound. I mean, I, I know these are certain sectors and it's limited, and other sectors are hurting badly. No, no doubt. But once it starts to rebound, it's going to be unbelievable. Uh, but uh, the breaking news overnight. Uh, a deal is done. Your uh, children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren <laughs> will be paying a ton of money to get cash into our pockets now. Dow Futures up 308. All right. Is there a realization as more information comes out that, all right, this is, this is, uh, this is the best track? Well, that, that it's definitely not going to harm short term. Right. 866-90-RED-EYE. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Friday Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. We'll get uh, back to more of the specifics of what is in the the stimulus bill and agreement has been made. The vote later on uh, uh, today. You know, you and I were just looking at the, this, where U.S. officials say anyone leaving New York area should self isolate for 14 days. Is that before or after you leave? <laughs> you and I were going back and forth. Well, that means before, right? It's like, well, no, because then when you leave your house, you'll be going through to the airport and every other place you go. You'll be exposed at that particular point. And then it's like, okay, so when you get to your destination, but then you have to walk through the airport and you have to probably, you know, and, and take a cab or meet people, whatever, before you self-isolate. Nobody explains whether you're supposed to self-isolate before you leave New York or after you leave New York. I say both. Take a month off. <laughs> I mean. But it doesn't say, every yeah. article I've read doesn't say it. it just says you should self-isolate. Well, right. When? Hmm. Before or after? Right. So I I just I just noticed that one and you and I had that was the, the, the thing we were asking. Uh state leaders urging residents to stay at home. Uh the US reported thirteen thousand new infections on Monday. That's because we're doing massive testing. Right. And uh we've surpassed fifty five thousand confirmed cases. You and I believe that you know in, in the next week we're gonna skyrocket over everybody else because we're doing more testing. Yeah. I mean you mentioned South Korea. We're doing a lot more at uh, yeah. in terms of the rate of testing. We're doing a lot more, more than they have been doing. Than they did more in eight days than they right. did in eight weeks. I right. read that story yesterday. So, yeah. So not well, that not that South Korea would have you know necessarily any uh, any propaganda to worry about like a China, but it the accuracy certainly still is in play, and that is how much have you tested? So, right, uh, how many are infected at the rate of testing? I guess could be a new statistic, and and we don't have that. We don't have those numbers yet.
This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One.